Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome along to Help I Sexted My Boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, most of the time... Just so you know, you may find the conversations in this podcast a little bit offensive. If that's you, go and listen to something boring. Hello and welcome to another episode of Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, aiming to answer your 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, what would you do if you seen your straight friend on Grindr? Or how do you deal with a mate who never gets around in? And obviously, what should you do if you accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony aunts, are we, Mr William Hanson? No, Jordan North. Jordan here is a radio presenter and he is from the North, which is very fitting because I don't think we could call you Jordan South. Somebody once said to me at a barbecue, went, what, what's your real name? I went, Jordan North. He went, no, 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 no not your stage name, your real name. I went... Jordan North. He's like, no, 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 what she said. I was like, it's Jordan North, It does honestly. sound like a stage name, actually. And this is William Hansen. He's so posh, he makes Charles and Camilla look like they live in a two-up, two-down in Burnley. That's their Royal Highnesses, the Duke and Duchess of Cornwall, to you. I wrote that down on the way here. Is that what their official title is? Yes, or when they're in Scotland, it's their Royal Highnesses, the Duke and Duchess of Rothsay. Get away. So they've got a different name in... Hmm? In Scotland? Yes. And, and Harry and Charles, no, Harry and William don't have surnames, do they? Well, no, not really. Like, when they were in the army, they were just referred to as Windsor, weren't they? Uh, Wales, actually. Wales, sorry. Sorry. Okay, got that wrong. Shall we start the podcast, as always, by getting some drinks in? Yes, it's our favourite gin and de bonnet. Now I've converted you. Yes. Now, uh, now bear with, because I'm just going to go to my luxury tote bag. Can I just say you've really converted me into uh, the gin and de bonnets? Because I really, really like... Oh, my God, what are these? Now, last time... Uh, this studio provided mugs, and that's not really what the Queen Mother had in mind. Okay. So I thought I would bring my own beautiful Waterford crystal from home. I have bubble wrapped it. <laughs> because obviously I didn't want this to get broken. What sort of glass is this? Well, they're just, these are technically called low ball tumblers. Oh, right. You said it. I have thought... you ever seen a pair of low balls? No, I just drink out of a juice cup usually at home. <laughs> A what? A juice cup. A sippy cup. Yeah, what you, yeah, what you give babies. Yeah. 
Yes. No, technically, these are because they're they're lower, but they're classic sort of. I mean, they are what you would drink any sort of soft drink, and they are technically called low balls. And then if we had a taller one that was narrow, that would be called a high ball. Right. I didn't know that. I would just say, do you want a tall or short glass? If you're having a gin and a bonnet, would mm. you usually have it in a tall or? Well, you'd actually probably normally have it in a wine glass. Right. Okay. But I didn't trust you with that, so I thought I'd give you <laughs> one of these. Am I not a complete idiot? You could have it with one of these. Did you get those glasses from Wilco's, by the way? From where? Wilkinson's. Wilco, the shop. No, Peter Jones. What's Peter Jones? Oh, dear. What was that shop we went into that time and you ordered that really posh bubble bath? Selfridges. Oh, yeah, it was Selfridges. Hermes. Yeah, and what what was the bubble bath called? Well, no, the brand is is called Hermes. And what did... You you thought it was pronounced Herms. Herms, that's it. You're right. Gung Herms. I don't work down the pits, by the way. I'm sorry there's no ice. The budget hasn't stretched to that. There's no freezer here. Who are we toasting to? Oh, today? who should we toast? Um, um, let's toast Doc Cotton. Doc Cotton, let's. <laughs> That's an in joke, everybody. That's a massive in joke to Doc Cotton. Doc Cotton. <laughs> That's probably ruined my BBC career. <laughs> Before it even really began. <laughs> I really like that. It's nice, isn't it? Wait until, uh, hopefully, uh, in a future episode, I I will allow the producer to to give us ice and a slice of lemon. I really do like that. Right, let's get cracking with the episode. If you want our help with something, then you can tweet us at SextedMyBoss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help (laughs) us... No, you still can't say (laughs) Damn! Trepidation. Trepidation. Ben, I've told you before, no words over two syllables. (laughs) When you're writing for Jordan, keep it short. It just sounds so thick, right? You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextedmyboss.com or you can write to William Hanson, who promises a handwritten reply on his letter-headed paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. This episode is all about breaking up with somebody. I've never broken up with anyone. <laughs> OK. Partially because I haven't been many opportunities. Oh. But no, I, no, I'm in a relationship. Yeah. My first. Okay. And obviously, hopefully, my only. Oh. So I've never really had to do it. I've I've fired people before, which I suppose is a form of breaking up yeah, with someone. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. I fired is. an agent who hasn't. Um, I haven't. Oh, yeah, I have, actually. Let's not talk about agents. We just sound like media types. Yes. Which we both are. What is the number one rule <laughs> of breaking up with somebody? What should you not do? Well, I, th- I think you've got to do it with dignity. You, you've got to treat them as a person. And obviously, look, I mean, it, depend- it will depend on the circumstance. If they have cheated on you, for example, then I feel that, you know, although you could still be the better person and remain dignified, you could perhaps be a bit more forthright and direct with it than if, let's say, you've just drifted apart. Yeah. It's no longer working. I would say, would you not agree that it's one of the hardest things you, you'll ever have to do? Yes. I, I, I mean, I'm dreading it. On it, it. Hopefully it won't happen. But I would dread that because it's so emotional. And especially if the other person, especially if you're the one that has to instigate it. When I did have, to, when I have had to sort of fire agents or even my bookkeeper once to keep it more you know, oh mainstream, then you... It's hard because again, it's it's I I perhaps get too attached, but yeah. but equally, of course, you're going to be attached in a in a sort of a romantic relationship. I'm trying to think if I mean people have broken up with me, but I'm I'm very thick skinned so it's like onwards and upwards. Um, so you yeah. don't seem to care. No, I do care. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've got an artist on, but 
I mean, what what shouldn't you say to somebody when you're breaking up with them? Oh, I think that it's not you, it's me. Yeah, is a load of rubbish. Do you remember when Ziggy did that on Big Brother? Hmm? Ziggy on Big Brother did it. We uh, oh, what was that girl called? With Wasn't he with George and Bungle on Rainbow? No, he was. Uh, what was that girl called? She was called Chanel. I think she was called Chantel. Ziggy and Chantel, they were a couple in Big Brother, and uh, he he actually said it like live on TV. He went, "It's it's not so much you, it's me." So you shouldn't say that. No. Avoid cliches. Hold Avoid your cliches. Down yes. I think Avoid be honest. Cliches. You know, if if something has gone wrong in the relationship, be adults about it. You're not you're not twelve years old and breaking up with oh. someone. All right then, Mister Etiquette Expert. Mm-hmm. What if your partner has been cheating on you, and you find out? How should you break up with them then? Oh. Well, it depends on... Well, I mean, I, again, I've never had to do this, but I would probably just um, give them what for. Oh, wow. What for? And what does what for mean to you? Well, I'd be jolly cross. <laughs> Someone's cheating on you, you'd be jolly cross. Well, I'd be pretty peeved. You'd be pissed off, wouldn't you? Well, yes, you would be. Yeah. But I would probably... I'm very passive-aggressive. Okay. In a future episode, I'm sure we will talk about flatmates, and I have some great stories of when I excelled myself <laughs> being passive aggressive to share with you. Then, so I might, I would, if I if I discovered that um, my partner, oh, whoever I was in a relationship, was cheating, I would probably sit on it. I beg your Let's pardon. Start that again. <laughs> I w- <laughs> you would what? What I meant is, I would go away. And sit on the information before acting. I wouldn't act on impulse. Right. Don't get your mind out the gutter. Right. So imagine you found out your partner was cheating on you, say somebody's listening now. Do you get in touch with the person that they've cheated on? Oh, no. I mean, if you know them, perhaps, you might want to say something at a later date. But I think the the first conversation you need to have is with your partner. Is that not classic? Or ex-partner. I was once in Aldi and watched two women arguing in an aisle over a cheating husband. And I think the woman that started it with a trolley was the wife and the girl with a basket was like the bit on the side and like they literally bumped into each other in Aldi and I, I didn't know where to look. You don't get that in Waitrose, Westfield. <laughs> uh, one more question I had for you. Imagine we're a couple. Okay. Oh, come on, you'd be well punching if you was with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I haven't had enough gin. <laughs> and we've, we've grown apart, or you're just not interested anymore. How would, yes. you, how would you break I've up? I've decided I like women. <laughs> OK, so I'm sat, I'm sat watching the telly one night. I'm, just, I'm watching the telly. And you what are you watching? Uh, Give it a bit of colour. Uh, what could I be watching? I'll be watching um, Location, Location, Location. No, I wouldn't watch that, because Kirstie Aslop does me head in. Um, Kirsty Haslop. Uh, what's she called? Allsop. Oh, is that what her name is? Yes, it's Ian Hislop on Have I Got News For You. Yeah. And Kirsty Kirsty Allsop. I thought it was Aslop. Uh, what would it be? I'm, I'm watching... Uh, what would it be? I'm watching the news at ten. Right. Okay. Jordan, could I? Could we just have a chat, please? Can I just watch this first? When, would you mind switching Fiona Bruce off? Right, okay. Right, what is it? I, I promise I'll start picking my boxes up off the bathroom floor. I'm just in a rush in the morning and I know what I'm like. Well, Jordan, look, I think it's no surprise to you that I think things have been rather strained over the last couple of months. Well, we're not having sex as much. I have noticed that. Yeah. And Jordan, we haven't got to that stage in our relationship at all yet. We were (laughs) saving that for marriage. Yeah, I have noticed things have got a bit strained. Yeah, you've not put out for a few weeks. 
I always do the rubbish. <laughs> Carry on. And um, that's look, completely thrown you at it. <laughs> I don't. Yes, I don't tr- trust you to make it dirty. Oh, sorry, sorry. And I, I just feel that perhaps what what we once had isn't isn't there anymore. How you, how do you feel? Are you are you breaking up with me? Well, I I do I do think we need to to reassess where we're going in this relationship. You you breaking up with me? I'm really sorry, Jordan, but I think we do need to call it time. Was it the nipple clamps? I know I went a bit too far. You are so disgusting. I know I can get a bit carried away. Sometimes. No, no, I, I've stepped out of the role play now. You are so disgusting. <laughs> Was it the nipple clamps? I'm sorry. Do you want me to step back into the role play? Yeah, I'm enjoying this. What about my mum and dad? They love you. And I'd be delighted to cont- carry on seeing them after the relationship. And hopefully we can stay friends. Okay. I think you have to say that bit. Yeah, yeah, you do have to... Right, one more thing. Do you still stay in touch or do you cut them dead? I think you do need to have some sort of gap. Um, you can't just sort of say, right, that's it, but then carry on in terms of the, the communication side of the relationship and carry on chatting yeah. and phoning. I do think there needs to be some sort of schism before you okay. start talking again. And can you stay in touch? Because I know so many people that this has been a dilemma for. Can you stay in touch with your exes? Parents. I think, again, there needs to be a chasm. There needs to be a break of all communication to to both your partner and their family. And then after that, perhaps you could, you could, you know, but it's never going to be what it was. You can't, don't kid yourself thinking that you're going to go around for Sunday lunch and you'll be on the Christmas, you might be on the Christmas card list, that's fine, but you're not going to get a Christmas present. I would be subject, again, depending on how the breakup went, if it was perfectly amicable... I would still be probably a little bit annoyed that my family were talking to my partner. I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel. I know because people it hasn't happened. who um, have split up with someone. They're still friends. Their ex is still very close to their mum and dad. And then when they bring a new partner around, they always compare them to the ex. I'm safe there because my partner has peaked already. So <laughs> should there be anyone else in his life at any point... I think I've won. Yeah, so anyway. he's never he's never going to meet uh, an etiquette expert from Bristol, is he? No, you are from Bristol, aren't you? Yeah, Some, Somerset, that. we like to say. Uh, right, so uh, we know that today's questions are all about dumping and breaking up, but that's all we know. We have no idea what problems of yours are coming next. We've got some envelopes here in the studio, and we we don't know what the questions or dilemmas are. Uh, you hear it for the first time, just like we do, and we cannot, <laughs> I must stress this, we cannot be held responsible for the nature of the following conversations. It's me, I get carried away with a gin and a bonnet. Give me a few gin and a bonnets and I'm anyone's. I'm a right floozy off that stuff, honestly. Mm. Uh, right, so we've got our first question and dilemma here. Remember, if you've got any... Can we just... Pro- can, sorry, I'm just going to pull you up on pronunciation there. Who is dilemma? What? It's dilemma. It's... <laughs> Who is dilemma? Is it is dilemma? Dilemma. Dilemma. Is it producer Ben? Is it dilemma or dilemma? Does it matter? Oh dear. Right, you're doing me heading today. Right. Um, <laughs> if you've got any dilemmas or you want our help, just email help at sextedmyboss.com. You can tweet us at sextedmyboss or you can write a letter to William. His address is on sextedmyboss.com, the website there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. First question that we've got. Dilemma. Okay, I'm going to read it verbatim. I had a feeling that my relationship was ending, but instead of accepting it, I decided to throw a grand romantic gesture. Rose petals and a surprise date, including dancing to our favourite song, Surprise Night Out. Turns out it was a waste of time. He dumped me the day after. Can a romantic gesture ever save a relationship? So the question is, if you know somebody's going to split up with you, is will romantic gestures work? I just think it'll prolong it. I think if you know that it's going to end and you've probably got fairly good evidence, I think you do need to sort of just grin and bear it. But I think before it got to that stage, if I were in that position, I think you need to try and remind them as to to why you have sort of fell in love with each other in the first place. Oh, So you're going through the, um, we're going to give it another try period, mm. uh, and you're not going to break up. And you decide to do something called alphabet dating. What? Have you heard of this? I have heard of this. What are your thoughts on alphabet dating? For anybody listening, by the way, alphabet dating is basically where you start with the letter A and you think, what are you laughing at? And you think of, um, you, every week you've got to go on a date and it's got to do with something beginning with A. So if it was uh, A, you'd go I to... I think we all know what that would be. <laughs> No. <laughs> so. B and C would be fun as well. <laughs> so the idea is you, you go dating. Oh, I need water. <laughs> you go dating, but it's got a, the theme has got to be do, to do with something we ate, and I can't think off the top of my head. Think if we said, right, we're going on a date now, and it's got to begin with A. <laughs> Archery. Archery. There you go. Thank you, Ben. Uh, D, you could go um, diving mm. at a local swimming baths or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, P, you could go um, pottery. What would you do for R? Uh, I'd do R. Uh, I don't know. Uh, re, re, what could Nothing you... coming to the tip of your tongue? No. What are you thinking? Rock climbing. Rock climbing. There you go. So that's the thing. What do you think of alphabet dating? I think it's quite good because I think... It's very modern. I mean, if you say... The conventional ideas of what you would do for dates are, you know, dinner, walk in the park, <coughs> maybe me. a picnic. Yeah. 
And after that, it can get a bit stale. So actually, yes, doing something, some sort of activity date, if you think it would work for you. I mean, if someone, my partner said, right, off, here we go, we're going abseiling or rock climbing. Yeah. I would I would split up with him on the spot. But for, <laughs> for a lot of people, that would work. Yeah. And it does. So and especially actually when a, a relationship is developing, as opposed to sort of winding down, mm-hmm. I think that can work quite, quite so nicely. So you agree with that? Yeah, go for it. If, if it, you know, for E, an etiquette lesson. They could book an etiquette lesson. With William Hansen, who charges £8,000. That, that, I didn't expect that from you, because mm. William Hansen, here, etiquette expert, does uh, pride himself on tradition yes. and, and values, and that is quite a modern thing, alphabet dating. It is. What would happen if you got to, like, the letter M and you decided that you didn't want to go out with him anymore? Well, I don't, I don't think there is a, an agreement that you have to go through the entire alphabet. To Z? No. What would you do for Z? What do you do for X? Sleep. X-ray? Should we go for a romantic... <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I know it's X this week and my foot has been playing up. <laughs> Shall we go to casualty for an X-ray? Because what else could you do? Play the xylophone? Xylophone. Mm. What do you do for Z? Xbox. Yeah, Xbox. There you go. That's a good shout. Z, you could... Uh... The zoo. The zoo. The zoo. There's something for everyone. The yeah. zoo. There we go. Never <laughs> thought you'd be a fan Thanks of... for patronising us. <laughs> Never thought you'd be a fan of alphabet dating, William Hansen. Next question, please, for breaking right. up. Okay. There we go. Breaking up. How do you break... Bearing in mind, I should say that I am somebody who hates confrontation. I cannot stand yes, it. Yes, I don't I, like it. I'm a coward with stuff like that, so the thought of breaking up with someone would kill me. Go on. I was on the way home from the pub where my boyfriend of four months had abruptly just dumped me when I got a text from a guy who I knew had been interested in me in the past. The snake. Fast forward 45 minutes and I was en route to my first date with him. How soon is too soon to be moving on? Wow. Do you want me to answer that first? Yes. That is way too soon. I think 45 minutes is quite short. That is way too soon. Way too soon. And you know it's way too soon. Definitely, you floozy. Great question, though. Mm, I think that is a rebound relationship. That is the definition of yeah, a rebound relationship. that's definitely a rebound relationship. You split up with somebody, when's the acceptable time to go on a date and get yourself back out there? I think you do, you know, if you were the one that had been split up with, as it were, so you weren't the one that initiated it, Yeah. but you had been given valid and just reasons as to why you why it has come to an end, I think you need to work on those. If If you have been told that you are selfish, for example, okay, then work on it. And the, the way to deal with that is, is on your own, not, not with other people or with groups of friends. You've got bad breath, a rubbish job and you're shit in bed. What would you do then? Well, you could work on a couple of those. <laughs> could you? Yes. <laughs> Does that sound like I'm talking from experience? <laughs> have I given a bit too what much have, away there? What have said to you in the past? <laughs> I think, can we move on? I think I'm... <laughs> the gin and de bonnet's talking. <laughs> well, you've got a lovely job now. <laughs> Move on. Move on. And your breath's fine. <laughs> Nobody's ever said that to me. Yeah, we believe you. <laughs> what have I just said? <laughs> Next question, William Hansen. OK, this is from Natalia, who uh, is in Italy. So an ex once explained to Natalia that in Britain, one would be well advised not to apologise to the other party following a car accident. Yeah. Actually, I've just had a car accident. Yeah, so I, was, I, heard you on the f- I heard you on the phone before. Not my fault. 
Um, even if it were your fault, saying sorry would be an admission of guilt on the scene. Therefore, it would be better to say, do you require assistance? So later, she was very much reminded of it when it came to the breakup after several years. He was very clinical in the execution of it, desperately trying to stay neutral by avoiding the word sorry, like the plague. She declined the offer of assistance. What she's asking us, Jordan, is how should you react to being dumped? Is it best to be dignified and not show your feelings? Or should she have let her feelings out the next time it happens? Hopefully it won't be a next time. Um, and let the ungrateful opposite party know how she feels. Can you ever be friends with your ex? First of all, uh, if somebody had broke up with me and they treated it like it was a car accident, then you can't be dignified. You'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you treating me like I'm some kind of insurance job here? Hmm. You know, I don't think you can be dignified. Where there's blame, there's a claim. Exactly. You'd get a claim in. Do you think it is right for you to... Be dignified. You've got to. You've got to tell them how you feel. I think you do you have feel. to be dignified. Yes, I think you need to give a right to reply. And I think the na- if I were breaking up with you, Jordan, and we sort of done that, I think the you could perhaps naturally be a bit <laughs> defensive. Yep. You could get a bit cross with me. You would go through a roller coaster of emotions. But actually, to remain, to take the feedback on board, to accept it, and ultimately listen to what is being said by the other party. Yeah. And just accept it. Deal with it later. By all means, break down in floods of tears for months. Yeah. For 40 days and 40 nights afterwards. But do you want to give them the reaction that you that they, they probably think they're going to get? Because I also think that puts the other person on the back foot. Yeah. Uh, if you go, all right then, that's fine. Be brave and then go to your mate, get some Ben and Jerry's in and cry and then let it all out there. Yeah. Mm. I'm just you saying that, learn from it. When I split with an ex, I actually learned a lot about myself. What did you learn? I am very annoying and very needy. Very needy, yeah. And Kel- I wouldn't have thought that. Kel Surprise. <laughs> What's that mean? Kel Surprise. Kel Surprise. I'm sure you're a year below me at school, Liam. <laughs> you were. Really good at football. Kel Surprise. Yeah, trails for United. I'm not even making that up. Start the car. <laughs> so... Have we got any more questions? No, I think we're, that it? we're spent. Right, before we go, uh, I want to ask you something here. William Hanson, you are an etiquette expert. We say that in every podcast. Normally now. with some T's in the middle of that. Etiquette expert. And you're a royal expert as well. I'm a royalist. A royalist. Yes. And you know a lot about the royal family. And they are the height of manners and etiquette and British tradition. Most of the time. Yeah. Some royal breakups in recent years haven't been. Well, I say in, you say in recent years. Well, like 1992. Yeah, and then you had who were the one that got a toe sucked in Benidorm? Sarah Duchess of York. <laughs> weren't in Benidorm, were it? But she well, were I don't think it was in Benidorm. But yes, she <laughs> she was not at Buckingham Palace. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I am sorry, but if you're a princess, okay. Well, um, she wasn't. She was a duchess. Oh, uh, yes. whatever, whatever. And you just split how? And you just split up with someone. Do not go on holiday and get your toe sucked by some rich banker. No, I think I think it was it was inappropriate of uh, the Duchess of York, or Sarah Duchess of York, as she is now styled, uh, and I think she probably would accept that. And now her her youngest daughter Eugenie is engaged. So right, okay. how fabulous! So what do you make of recent royal breakups? 
Um, well, it's very unfortunate that it happened. I mean, in, t- in terms of the, the one that everyone really sort of focuses on, which is Charles and Diana, personally, yeah. I don't think it should have, ever have happened as a, as a marriage, yet alone as a breakup. Right. If you want my opinion. Okay. Should she have gone on Panorama and said all that? No. 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 It's not very classy. It's not dignified. No. It, it, I mean, throwing your toys out of the pram is one thing. Throwing your toys out of the pram on national television. Yeah. Is another thing. I mean, what's the difference? It's just it's just another form of that Big Brother Ziggy thing that you mentioned. Yeah, Ziggy and I think it's going to bug me that Chanel or Chantel it were in mm. one of them. Anyway, well, I'm not familiar with the you know dramatis so, personae. Okay, to summarise on the help I sexted my boss breaking up podcast today. Mm. What is stay the, dignified? Okay, um, if someone's breaking up, we stay dignified. Treat them as a person. Yeah, don't be too clinical. Okay. And uh, wait longer than 45 minutes for your rebound. Okay. And from my point of view, in a relationship, Mm. treat it as a tax return. Always keep your receipts because when you're splitting up... What? Right. When you're splitting... Let me finish. When you're splitting up and moving out, keep your receipts. And then when you're like, right, well, I paid for this DVD. I bought Mm. that cushion. That's mine from John Lewis. So you can prove it and then you can get all your stuff. I can tell you from the north. I think on that note, we'll leave it. Yes. Uh, don't forget, if you want our help for something else, then you can tweet us at sextedmyboss. You can email us, help at sextedmyboss.com, or you can write to William Hansen himself, and the address... Don't take that off me. I think you the, read the other piece. Where? I don't... There, here. Oh, 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 am I reading the wrong one? Oh, we would... Do you know what? That would have been a really good way. Uh, you tweet us... Uh, why can, have we given him the speaking bit? Or you can email help at sexofmyboss.com or you can write to William who promised a handwritten reply in his own letterhead apartment. I've got a degree in English. I've got a degree in media. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. And if you like Sexted My Boss, tell your friends and give us a rating. I thank you. Next time on Help, I Sexted My Boss. We need to stop drinking before he's Can drunk. I have some more water? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry because I don't get drunk. <laughs> ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.